Hello, this is Saul Gonzalez, lead pastor of Lifehouse Church, and welcome to our podcast. Thank you so very much for joining us today. I believe that through this message, God will encourage you, challenge you, and better yet, change you for the glory of God and for the purposes God has called you. Enjoy this message. You may be seated. Mi nombre es Adrián Rojas. Uh, this is Pastor Adrián. Um, el Pastor Saúl envía saludos. Pastor Saul this morning sends his greetings. Esta mañana estaba predicando en East Bakersfield. Uh, this morning he's uh, speaking at the East Bakersfield campus. Y ahora va volando hacia una misión ministerial. And he's also going to be flying out to another ministry opportunity. Queremos saludar a todas las personas que nos están viendo en línea. We also want to say hello to everyone that's joining us online. Y a los diferentes campus. Uh, and for those that are also joining in in the different campuses. E invitarles a todos, eh, ustedes recibieron un pequeño folleto. You might have received this handbook as you came in, and so we want to take this moment to invite you. Y el que está en línea o no pudo tomar uno. To participate in our 21 day uh, Puede descargarlo. Fact. And if you're watching online, del sitio o hay un código afuera donde puede retomarlo. You can download this handbook in our church website. Dios puso un poquito de inspiración en mi vida y escribí estos 21 devocionales. There was a few things that God inspired me as I was preparing this handbook, and I included those inspirations uh, in this handbook for us to use in the next 21 days. Y son los propósitos de oración que vamos a tener estos 21 días. And again, the purpose of it is just to focus on prayer and the power of prayer within these next few weeks. Esta es la segunda semana de la serie Descubre tu Filo. Uh, this is our uh, second week in our theme, uh, Cutting Edge. El Pastor Saúl, el Pastor Saúl la semana pasada nos enseñó cómo descubrir nuestro filo. Pastor Saul last week spoke on how we can discover that. A veces cuando estamos un poco nuevos en el Evangelio, nos cuesta encontrar dónde está nuestro filo. For those of us that might be new to the faith, it, it, it takes some time to find our place or find our purpose within the faith. Nuestros dones, nuestros talentos, it nuestras fortalezas. It takes times to maybe find our gifts, our spiritual gifts, our strengths that God has innately given us. Por eso es necesario que algunos tomen próximos pasos. And that's why it's so important for you to take advantage of uh, next steps. Discipulado en grupos vida. Uh, discipleship that the church offers. Pero hay otro grupo de nosotros que ya hemos descubierto cuál es nuestro filo. But there might be another group of us within, these, uh, within this place that maybe we've already discovered what our gifts are. Sin embargo, con el tiempo, but nonetheless, throughout time, algunos podemos ir perdiendo el filo. Some of us might be becoming more dull instead of sharper. El tema de hoy se llama primero lo primero. And so today, the theme is first is first. Y nos enseña cómo mantener el filo. And so the idea this morning is how do we maintain uh, being sharper, that having that edge. La mayoría de la gente tiene todas sus esperanzas del futuro a veces cuesta arriba. Uh, and most people, when they look uh, when they look towards the future, it, it costs them a sacrifice to look at the mountaintop, per se. Porque los hábitos que tienen van cuesta abajo. Because the habits that one might have within, uh, they're not habits that lead you to the top. La única forma en que podemos mantener nuestro filo So the only way we can maintain or manage uh, this cutting edge Es a través de hábitos uh, Is through our healthy habits Y no de culpa 
uh, and our follow through. Por ejemplo, For example, este mes de enero todos los gimnasios están muy llenos. You'll probably see that in January is the busiest month at, uh, at these workout gyms. Pero la mayoría de estas personas no tienen hábitos. But the majority of the folks that signed up at the beginning of the year to go to the gym, they don't quite have the habits here, uh, yet to maintain uh, their membership throughout the year. Sienten culpa uh, tal vez por todo lo que consumieron en, they, en they diciembre. feel guilty for all the calorie intake for all of November and December. Para marzo ya los gimnasios vuelven al nivel normal. And so by March, you'll see that the gyms are back to normal and it's costing you your membership and you're, you're anxious Solo about it. Solo quedan ahí las personas que tienen hábitos. And again, in March, you'll see there those that have discipline to maintain uh, uh, their habits in the gym. En Filipenses 3, 13, 14, el apóstol Pablo nos enseña acerca de esto. En Filipenses 3, 13 y 14, el apóstol Pablo teaches us towards these habits. Dice, hermanos, yo sé muy bien que todavía no he alcanzado la meta. He says, brothers and sisters, I do not consider myself yet to have taken hold of this goal or hold of it. Pero he decidido no fijarme en lo que ya he recorrido. But one thing I do is forget what is behind me. Sino que ahora me concentro en lo que me falta por recorrer. And I focus or I strain towards what is ahead. Así que sigo adelante. So I press toward. Hacia la meta. The goal. Para llevarme el premio que Dios nos llama a recibir por To win the prize for which God has called me. Uh, towards Jesus Christ. Quiero rescatar algunos aspectos importantes de estos dos versículos. I want to just dissect a few aspects from these two verses. Uh, El apóstol comienza diciendo, yo sé muy bien que todavía no he alcanzado he la meta. He first starts by saying, I know in my humanness that I haven't even yet achieved my goal. Esto nos indica que somos personas obras en construcción, en proceso. This indicates that all of us, we're a work in project. Uh, we're a work uh, in in progress. Pero a veces malinterpretamos este sentido de ser obras en proceso. But sometimes we misunderstand this phrase work in progress. Y queremos dejar toda la responsabilidad a Dios. And we want to give God all of the responsibility for this construction project. El apóstol Pablo dice, todavía no he alcanzado la meta. The apostle says to us, I have yet to achieve this goal. ¿Quién es el que alcanza la meta? And so who is it? Who's the one that achieves the goal? Puede decir yo You can say I, yo, I do. No es Dios el que alcanza la meta. It's not God that achieves this goal. Tenemos que entender claramente cuál es el plan de Dios en ese proceso. Understand what God's plan is through this process. Cuando el pueblo de Israel salió de Egipto, when the Israelites left Egypt, y pasó 40 años en el desierto, and they went 40 years in the desert, se acostumbraron a recibir todo de Dios. They became accustomed to receive everything from God. En el momento que tuvieron que cruzar el Jordán, in the moment that they had to cross the Jordan River, Dios les cambió el paradigma. A God uh, shifted their paradigm, uh, y, gave them a paradigm shift. Y les dice, yo les he entregado la tierra. And he says, I've already given you the land. Pero tienes que ir y tomarla. But you have to go take hold of it. Tienes que ir a la meta. You have to strive towards your goal. Tú tienes que llegar a tu meta. You have to press on and move towards what your goal y is. Y eso es lo primero que el apóstol está diciéndonos en este versículo. And that's the first concept that the apostle Paul is trying to tell us through this verse. Y luego continúa diciendo. And he continues saying this. He tomado una decisión. I've made the decision. 
No podemos lograr la meta si no tomamos decisiones. We can't achieve a goal without first making a decision. He tomado la decisión de no fijarme en lo que ya he recorrido. I made a decision to forget everything that's behind me. Es necesario entonces desanclarnos del pasado. So it's necessary to disconnect yourself from the past. Hay muchas personas que tienen su ancla, esa ancla como la que detiene los barcos. There's many people that have this anchor tied to their past. La tienen en su pasado. Uh, it's tied to their past. Y por eso no pueden avanzar. And they find themselves dragging themselves forward. A veces cuando las personas llegan a consejería. At times when, when folks come for counseling. Normalmente uno está entrenado para escuchar. Uh, As a counselor, you're trained to listen. Y cuando uno escucha a una persona que solo habla del pasado. And when a counselor is just listening to someone that's focused on the past. De lo bueno y lo malo del pasado. From the good or the bad. Es que está anclado en el pasado. Uh, one realizes that person is stuck in the past. Los que tenemos ya algunos años. For those of us that are a little more advanced in tenemos, age. Tenemos que cuidarnos de eso. We need to be careful uh, from that. Porque a veces las personas conforme pasan los años hablan más del pasado que del futuro. Because as folks get older, sometimes they just speak more and more of their past. Y el secreto de la eterna juventud. And the secret is to maintain your youthfulness. Es tener tu mirada en el futuro. And always have your eyes pressed on Jesus and your goal ahead. Necesitamos desanclarnos. We need to disconnect ourselves. Hay personas que van caminando hacia adelante pero viendo para atrás. There's folks that are facing forward but moving backwards. Es necesario soltar el arca you y volver al frente. You need to cut that rope or cut that chain and disconnect yourself from your past. Pero dónde tenemos que poner el ancla? Uh, but you need to, to remove your anchor from your past. Porque si la ponemos en el presente, because if you put your anchor in the present, comenzamos a dar vueltas en toda la monotonía de lo que hacemos then diariamente. Then you might find yourselves walking in circles in all the monotony of your current situation. El apóstol Pablo dice The apostle Paul says en this, ese mismo versículo 13, in verse 13, sino que ahora me concentro, he says, pongo mi atención. I put my focus or I strain forward en lo que falta por recorrer. In what's left to still achieve. No en el presente. Not in the present. Sino donde quiero estar. But where I want to be in the future. Mi esperanza está puesta en el futuro. My hope no en el is presente. placed in the future and not my present circumstance. El pastor Saúl hace una semana o dos estaba hablando de Jeremías 29.11. Pastor Saul a few weeks ago spoke on Jeremiah 29.11. Y precisamente esa es la palabra que se aplica a esto. And Precisely, that verse also consists or connects itself with today's verse. Porque yo sé muy bien los planes que tengo the para Lord ustedes, says, dice el Señor. I know the plans that I have for you, says the Lord. Son planes de paz. They're good plans, plans of peace. De shalom. Of, of, of prosperidad. Purpose, of prosperity. Son planes hermosos, buenos para It's ti. It's a good and amazing plan for you. Para que puedas alcanzar el futuro que so esperas. So that you can achieve the future that God has for you. Cuando se traduce esa palabra por futuro en when nuestras you, versiones de inglés y español, en el original hebreo aparece una palabra que es aharit. En uh, hebreo, you'll find the word aharit. Se traduce como en tres tiempos al mismo momento. Y si quisiéramos traducirla, diría 
el futuro que está detrás. So the translation of that word would be the y, future that is behind us. Y eso no suena lógico para nosotros. And that nosotros. doesn't make sense in our, in our human logic. Pero nuestro futuro But our future es pasado para Dios. is God's past. Porque ya conoce dónde vamos Because a estar. Because God already Él ya knows where we're headed. He already has a good place in store for us. Por eso es que a manera de conclusión en esos dos versículos el apóstol Termina diciendo, That's why the Apostle Paul, when he makes these two thoughts connect, Así que, sigo so his challenge is to us, so I continue moving forward hacia la meta, towards the goal para llevarme el premio que Dios to nos take llama the prize that God is calling us to. Y la única forma de alcanzar metas And the only way we can achieve these es tener una formación de hábitos en ascenso. Para poder tener hábitos necesitamos disciplinas. Así como hay disciplinas físicas. Just as we have healthy physical disciplines, emocionales. Uh, emotional disciplines, de pensamiento. Uh, uh, disciplines in our thoughts, mentales. Uh, in our thought process, también hay disciplinas espirituales. Also spiritual discipline. A veces hay, hay ciertas disciplinas espirituales que para poder conocer un poco de ellas, there's certain spiritual disciplines that in order to know more of them, hay que leer libros de hace 400 años. Uh, you need to leer libros de hace 400 años. You need to años. read books that are 400 years older or older. Porque hoy en día no se habla de esas disciplinas Because espirituales. Because today you no longer really hear much about those disciplines. En el Antiguo Testamento los líderes tenían un 90% de ministerio privado. In the Old Testament leaders would have uh, their ministry 90% was private ministry. Y solo un 10% de su tiempo de ministerio público. And 10% of their time was uh, assigned to public ministry. Y hoy estamos al revés. And today it seems like the church is the opposite. Necesitamos descubrir nuestro filo. We need to discover our edge. Pero no basta con eso. Uh, but it's, that's not enough. Porque necesitamos mantener el filo. Because once we discover it, we need to learn how to maintain Para esto necesitamos formar hábitos. And to do that, we need to form these healthy habits. Y hoy vamos a hablar del primer hábito. And so today I want to focus on the first habit. Pastor Saul nos traerá la próxima semana el Pastor segundo. Pastor Saul will bring the next habit next week. Por eso hoy se llama primero lo primero, el so primer that's, hábito that's que todo creyente debe desarrollar. Today the idea is focus on what to do first or what I need to do first. Precisamente centrarse en lo que tiene que hacer primero. So precisely is to focus on what the first step is. Y a veces para centrarnos en lo que tenemos que hacer primero. And at times to center ourselves in what we need to do first. Tenemos que enfocarnos en lo que va a pasar de último. We need to look at the end result in mind already. Comenzamos con un futuro en nuestra mente. In our mind, we already envision our future. Y hacemos lo primero. And as we do so, we reverse engineer to begin with the first step. Y lo primero, and so the first thing is this. En sus notas, and you'll have it in your uh, outline for today. Dice, pon a Dios primero. It says, put God first. Dios primero. Just put God first. En el principio, in the beginning, Genesis Dios says, God dice, says, Dios siempre está en el principio de todo. always find God to be at the beginning of everything. Nuestro hábito debe ser poner a Dios en el principio. So our habit should follow that. God should be the first thing in everything we do. Y hoy aquí hemos puesto a Dios primero en todo. And so today, in our service, we put en la oración, first, a la hora de ofrendar, time of en esta prédica, Dios está Even primero aquí. Teaching, we have placed God first. La pregunta es cuando salimos de aquí. The question is, as we exit today, si 
Dios sigue siendo el primero en toda nuestra vida. Quiero que veamos una gráfica que va a ¿Es esta tu vida? Dios es el centro de tu hacer. Is God the center of your life? De tu tiempo libre? Is God the center of your free time? Hay gente que en su, en su tiempo libre, folks that en sus vacaciones, vacation, regresa más estresado. A veces creemos que no tenemos que tomar a Dios en cuenta para el tiempo libre. Es Dios el primero en la pareja. Uh, God should always be the center of a marriage. En las finanzas. God should always be the center of our finances. En la escuela o el trabajo. In our work or in our schooling. En la contribución que yo doy a la comunidad. In how we could uh, contribute or give back to our community. El Dios el primero en todas mis relaciones. God should always be the center of all of your our, all of our relationships. El Dios el primero en la familia. And our family. ¿Cómo estamos nosotros? So. ¿Qué áreas de nuestra vida what is our personal graphic look like and what areas todavía manejando? are we not as balanced in? Si yo dijera, if I were to say ¿cuál de estas áreas necesitas poner a Dios primero? which of these phases or categories do you need to place God in the center of? Porque andas mal, tal vez. Because maybe you're imbalanced. Yo espero que alguien no me diga, dele vuelta a ver cuál cae. I would hope <laughs> la rueda de la say, fortuna. Uh, just spin the wheel and see where it lands, right? Porque puede caer cualquiera, dice, que, there, que estoy mal ahí. There's really no marker to determine espero que no category. sea eso. Pero es importante que nosotros important entendamos that we all understand que no podemos vivir como el resto del mundo. That we can't live the same way the world is. Romanos capítulo 12, verso 2. Romans 12, verse 2 says this. Dice, ya no vivan como vive todo el mundo. So let us not live the way uh, the world lives. Al contrario, cambien de manera de ser y de pensar. So fix your attention on God and you'll be changed from the inside out. Así podrán saber qué es lo que Dios quiere. And that way you'll be able to recognize what he wants from us or es what decir, he wants from you. Todo lo que es bueno y agradable y perfecto. And everything that is good and pleasing to God. Aquí nos está hablando de no ser como el resto. So here we're finding the challenge of not being que no like the world. Que no toman a Dios en cuenta en las diferentes áreas Folks de su hacer. Folks that take God into consideration in the different categories of their life. Dice, cambien su manera de ser This y de pensar. This is challenging us to change the way we think, the, the, uh, change the way we uh, categorize our life. Cambien el paradigma con el que están operando. The paradigm in which the system of our life or our family operates in. Solo así podrán saber. And this is how we'll come to comprender, know and comprehend and understand qué es lo que Dios quiere. What it is that God wants from ¿Qué es lo que Dios quiere para mi familia? What he wants for my family. ¿Qué es lo que Dios quiere para mi tiempo libre? What he wants for my ¿Qué es lo que Dios quiere para mi matrimonio? What he wants for my ¿Qué es lo que Dios quiere para mis finanzas? ¿Qué es lo que Dios quiere para mi ministerio? Necesito descubrir qué es lo que Dios quiere. We need to continue to Por eso tengo que ponerlo primero. Y el resultado es que vas a poder saber lo que Dios quiere y entender 
wants from us. Que eso es bueno, agradable and y has for us knowing that it is good and pleasing unto the Lord. Por eso Proverbios 3:9 dice, demuéstrale a Dios. That's why Proverbs 3:9 says, let's demonstrate to God que para ti él es lo más importante. And to honor the Lord, dale de lo que tienes y de todo lo que ganas. With our wealth and with our crops. El segundo punto so the que tiene ahí en sus notas for today in your notes, dice, dale a Dios it says to give to God todas las cosas. First of everything. Todas las áreas de tu vida. And give him all the areas of your life. Colosenses 3.2 dice, concéntrese en las cosas celestiales y no en las terrenales. Colossians 3.2 says, set your mind on the things above and not the things here on earth. Y aquí acabamos de ver todas las áreas de nuestra vida terrenal. And so we just saw a snapshot of all the different categories here on earth that our lives are tied to here on earth. Pero Dios nos está haciendo un desafío de fe. But God is giving us now a challenge uh, uh, of faith. No te concentres en eso. To not just concentrate ourselves on these categories. Concéntrate en las cosas de arriba. But to now concentrate or focus on the things that are above. Si tienes un árbol en tu casa. If you find a tree at your home. Y dedicas tiempo a cuidar los frutos. And you dedicate time to take care of the fruit the tree produces. Eso no tiene sentido. Uh, that doesn't make sense. ¿Usted ha visto alguna vez un árbol pujando para sacar un fruto? Have you ever seen a tree push to bear fruit? No. No. El árbol el produce naturalmente el fruto. Naturally, a tree just knows how to bear fruit in its time. No debo enfocarme en el fruto que son las cosas terrenales. I shouldn't focus on the fruit which represents the things here on earth. Es el producto de que el árbol esté sano. That is a product de that the tree is healthy. Árbol. That the tree is being taken care of. It's y being watered. Y ese árbol representa las cosas celestiales. And that tree is representing the things that are above. Las cosas terrenales son el resultado de buscar las cosas de arriba. Earthly things are the results that God has for us. Y si seguimos ese principio. And so if we follow this principle. Entonces vamos a poner a Dios primero. Then We're going to naturally put God first. El hábito. The habit. ¿Qué vas a poner primero este año? What are you going to place first this year? Pero el año tiene 12 meses. And remember, this year is 12 months. Entonces tenemos que tener el hábito. De, ¿Qué vamos a poner primero cada mes? So we have to revisit this idea. What are we going to put, uh, what are we going to put first in our lives each month? El mes tiene semanas. Uh, and you'll find that every month has weeks. Entonces tengo que tener el hábito de qué voy a poner primero esa so semana. So then we have to have the, uh, the habit to revisit what are we going to put first every week. Y llegamos al punto de que la semana tiene días. And then we find that the weeks have days. Y que es lo primero que voy a hacer cada día. And the habit of what are we going to do first today. Lo primero que vamos a hacer este año the first es thing tener 21 días. It's through this 21 the purpose of prayer. Orando por nuestra iglesia. Uh, to commit to pray por cada for campus. Uh, to por pray cada for for all the ministries. Por cada familia. For every family Unos represented. Uh, to pray for one another. Estamos juntos en esto. Again, we're together uh, praying through these 21 days. ¿Qué es lo primero que haces en el mes? Uh, what's the first thing you do uh, in the month? Normalmente lo que hacemos es planificar el mes, que vamos a hacer ese mes. Many, many families put a monthly calendar together and they plan for the month. Pero a veces lo hacemos solo desde el punto de vista de finanzas, si but, es que somos ordenados. But sometimes as we're budgeting, we're only focused on finances. Pero necesitamos planificar todas las áreas. But we have to remember even in that to put God first as we plan for that and all of the other areas in our life. ¿Qué voy a hacer con Maggie este mes? Uh, what am I going to do with my spouse this month? 
¿Cómo va a andar nuestro matrimonio? El poder hacer eso nos ha permitido llegar ya 45 años ahora en este 2023. Porque cada mes estamos viendo qué sigue. Because every month the focus is what's next. Cada semana. Every week. Cada semana pensamos en los días de esa semana. We're thinking of, of the key dates within that week. Con esperanza, Dios, ¿cómo nos vas a bendecir esta semana? With the hope of, Lord, what are you going to show us this week? How are you going to bless us this week? El problema es que a veces las esperanzas de la gente están puestas en el temor. The problem is that at times... Uh, The hopes of people are tied to fear. Si yo empiezo con miedo a lo que va a pasar este If año, I start the month fearing what might happen, con miedo a lo que va a pasar en el mes, fearing what might happen to my finances, con miedo a lo que va a pasar en la semana, fearing what might happen in the weeks to come or the the, the months to come, el Señor dice que te va a lo que esperas. Uh, then the Bible says that the result is what you're preparing for. Pero si estás esperando lo bueno de Dios, but if you're awaiting the goodness of God, esta semana va a ser increíble. Then this week is going to be Una incredible. Una semana de bendición. It's going to be a week full of God's blessings and provisions. Porque estamos atentos. Because you're attentive. Poniendo a Dios primero. You're putting God first. Yo no le digo a Dios, Dios, esta semana voy a hacer esto, ayúdame. I don't tell God, God, I'm planning this this week, so I need you to help me do this. Eh, Señor, ¿qué vamos a hacer esta I've semana? I've learned to say instead, God, what's, what's, what's going on this week? What are we going to do together? Como el niño que ve a su padre trabajando. Just as a son sees his father working. Y le dice... Papá, ¿te puedo ayudar? And anticipates and says, Dad, can I help you? Y el papá lo invita a trabajar con and él. And so the father naturally helps the son work uh, with es him. Es una sociedad, Dios primero. It's a partnership. It's knowing God comes first. ¿Y qué vamos a hacer cada día? And what we're going to do with that every day. Cada día Dios está primero. Every day knowing that we're putting God first. Tenemos una cita con Dios we, y con nosotros mismos. We set some time apart Todos los días God en la mañana. Every day in the morning. Y todo el día es tiempo de adoración, de palabra, de oración. And knowing de que that throughout Dios the day you can separate moments of thoughts, of prayer, of worship. Esté primero en todas las cosas. And knowing that God is uh, at the center of your life. Entonces va a pasar lo que aparece ahí en tu en tus notas, el tercer punto. So when you see this, you're going to see the result be what the third point uh, Espera que Dios be. bendiga el resto. Is we can expect God to bless Porque the rest. si Dios está primero en todas las áreas. Because if we have God at the center of every category of our Dios life, bendice todas las áreas. Then naturally God blesses every category. Dios es respetuoso. God is a respecter of persons. Si solo le entregaste un área, if you surrender just one phase or one category, esa área será bendecida. That category is going to be blessed. Si le entregaste todas las áreas, but if you've surrendered everything, todas serán bendecidas. Then everything will be blessed. La clave la encontramos en Mateo 6:33. The key to this we find in Matthew 6:33. Así que busquen primero el reino de Dios y but, su justicia. But seek first his kingdom and his righteousness. Y Dios les dará todo lo que necesitan. And these things and everything will be given to you as well. ¿Qué significa buscar primero el reino? What does it mean to seek first God's kingdom? Comenzamos orando, Padre nuestro que estás en el cielo. We begin with the Lord's prayer, our Father which art in heaven. Santificado sea tu nombre. Hallowed be thy name. Venga tu reino. Thy kingdom come. Venga tu reino, así como en el cielo. Thy reina will la be tierra. done on earth as it is in heaven. 
Estamos invitando a Dios a reinar como lo hace en el cielo, en mi matrimonio, en mi familia, en mis finanzas. We're asking God to take precedence in our lives, in our family, in our marriage, uh, in our situation, just the way he sets it in heaven. Y en cada una de las áreas de nuestra vida. And in every phase of our life. Cuando Isaías recibe su llamado, when Isaiah received his calling, en el capítulo 6 de, de, del libro de Isaías, in chapter 6 of the book Isaiah, dice Isaías, en el año en que murió el rey Usías, the Bible says that Isaiah said, in the year that King uh, Uzziah died, vi yo al Señor, I saw the Lord. Y comienza a describir todo lo que él vio. And he begins to describe and, and write everything el, that he witnessed. Él vio un trono majestuoso. From a, a majestic throne. Las faldas, dice, del Señor cubrían todo. The robes of the Lord filled everything. El ambiente era totalmente hermoso. And the, the environment and ambiente lleno was de armonía. With harmony and his glory. Todo estaba bajo control. And everything was under God's sovereign control. Y a veces nos preguntamos en medio de toda esa Toda esa descripción tan maravillosa. And when we read this, we ask ourselves in our minds. Oh, who cares if King Uzziah? Pero nada en la escritura está escrito por por estar. But nothing in Scripture is written there just because. Porque cuando el rey Uzias murió. Because when King Uzias died. Todo Israel estaba en anarquía. All of Israel was. Había violencia. Was uh, in violence. Saqueos. Uh, there was drought. There was incendios. violence. There was chaos. The fires. No había control. There was. It was. It was a state of uh, being out of control. Pero Dios le mostró a Isaías algo. But God showed Isaiah something. Isaías vio las cosas de arriba. And so Isaiah put his eyes on the vio things el above. Reino de Dios. And he saw God's kingdom. Y no puso su mirada en lo and que he didn't pasando. place his eyes on the chaos that was taking place around him. Tener la de Do you want to in like have the vision that Isaiah had? Busca el reino. Uh, then seek first his Porque kingdom. Because you can draw that kingdom no down to your life. It doesn't matter the chaos that ese you might be living through. That vida. vision, that peace, that peace can be vida. drawn into your life in every area of your life. Pero la clave está en ir but the arriba. key is to seek first the kingdom of God. Proverbs 3, 5, 6, y ya Proverbs 3, 5 and, 6, and 6 says this. Y el verso 10 and verse 10 as a follow-up. Pon toda. It says to place your trust. Toda tu confianza. All of your trust. No le confíes solo un área, no solo el ministerio. Not just one area or one area of your ministry. Todas las áreas. But place all of your trust. Pon toda tu confianza en Dios. In the Lord. Y no en lo mucho que sabes. And not in, and not in your own understanding. Ese es otro problema los que estamos más viejos. It's another problem for those of us that are a little bit more advanced mucho. in age. Pero tenemos que poner todo lo we que sabemos. We need to put all that aside. Confiar en Dios. We need to trust in the Lord. Toma en cuenta a Dios en todas tus acciones. And to take him into account in all of your actions. Está hablando de decisiones y acciones. It's every decision, every action that you take. Todo lo que hago. Everything that you do and we do. Y él te ayudará en todo. And that he will help you in everything. Así nunca te faltará ni comida. He will direct your paths. Pongámonos en pie. You'll never be in want. Can we stand this morning? And as our worship team makes their way, I'd love for you to just close your eyes with me for a moment.
que pongas en tu mente esas áreas de tu vida and that you would just begin to focus and pinpoint those areas in your life en las cuales tienes que hacer hoy el hábito the areas in which you need to make a decision to make a habit de poner a Dios primero to put God first si ya tienes claro en tu mente lo que necesitas if you have already pinpointed that area in your mind para demostrar que estás poniendo a Dios primero. In demonstration that we're committing to put God first. Vas a despojarte de eso. You're going to disconnect or release yourself from that. Y se lo vas a entregar a Dios. And you're just going to surrender that to God. This y vas a buscar una persona que esté cerca. And I challenge you to maybe find someone that's close to you. Y vas a ir a orar por esa persona. And you're going to pray with that person. Y no vas a orar por lo tuyo, vas a orar por el área de que esa persona está necesitando. And the challenge this morning is Even though you've pin, pin, pinpointed your area, I want Pero you to para que el reino de Dios venga sobre esa pray vida. for the person next to you and pray God's sobre kingdom las down over their life. In the areas of, uh, of what that person has put in mind this morning. Because we're beginning our 21-day journey para orar unos por otros. to learn how to pray for one another, para convertirnos en una sola iglesia. to convert ourselves into one en body un mismo as a church, uh, uh, converting ourselves into just one, mismo plan de Dios. one way of thinking, one plan that God has for Dios us as a church. Life house. And God, I know, wants to take Lifehouse to that next step. Por la oración de cada uno de nosotros. Through the result of our prayers for one another. Puedes orar por alguno. So can you pray no se quede nadie sin orar. Person next to you Mientras ellos cantan, comienza a orar por tu compañero, And por so, tu compañera. As we begin to worship, can I challenge you to just pray for the person next to you? Intercede por esa persona. Intercede for them on their behalf. Como si fueras tú mismo. As if you were praying for yourself. Como si fuera as if you were praying for your son or for your daughter or for a family member. persona que está a tu lado And especially for the things that we can't see. Because Daniel began his 21-day prayer And your, your answer towards him came from heaven. And we know that you've already sent the response to what we're praying for. And so we bless you and we praise you for that this morning. Thank you so very much for joining us today on the Lifehouse podcast. I pray and hope this message has encouraged, inspired, and challenged you to grow closer to God. 
If you would like to be a part of what God is doing here at LifeHouse, visit our website at lifehousechurch.com. That's lifehousechurch.com for more information or consider subscribing and share it with one of your friends and family. Thank you again for being part of our journey, your journey, that will lead you to know God better, grow together, and go serve and make a difference. Thank you again. God bless you. See you next time.